Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Medium.com, also called Unpopular Opinion, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions, if you can believe that. Then I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, he is a fantastic comic and one-third of the trio that hosts the Mean Boys podcast. He's also got a new podcast of his own called Leaving the Tribe that you should check out sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, we're always happy to have him here, Tom Goss. Also joining me, another fantastic comic and a mountain of a man. He hosts a podcast called Rage and Joy that I was supposed to be on, and then I canceled like a jerk. But I'll get to it soon, I promise. Ladies and gentlemen, always happy to have him here, Eric Barnes. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Goddamn Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me today as co-host, no one. My favorite co-host <laughs> mm. of all. But I do have guests. Tom Goss is here. Yeah. From the Mean Boys podcast. I did sound really excited about you that. You did. Your I response don't, I don't was know why. an uncomfortable, uh, yeah, I think it was appropriate <laughs> for that. And Eric Barnes is here. Holy shit. That's I backed so off nice. the microphone. You did. How's everyone doing? Doing Good. fine, yeah. Yeah, all things considered. <laughs> I'm excited that you're excited. I'm here. I'm, this is. I'm excited that I, anyone's excited at all. Whenever they say my name, it's yeah. kind of good. Yeah, it feels good. I'm just excited when people are excited. Yay! I like that. I like excited. I like yeah. when people are happy and fun. We Same. all chub easy here on unpopular. Opinion. We sure do. Yeah, you said chum, right? Chub, uh, chub. Yeah, we all have half. We bones. all have half boners. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, Wasn't half. sure what was happening. Well, half a B, half a B. Yeah, yeah. My deck's shaped like a B. Mm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, had a, I had extra zinc this morning. I got half a chub. It happens. Yeah, yeah. So this podcast is unpopular opinion, obviously, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's where we talk about unpopular opinions. Yeah, S makes Seems sense. Straight to yeah. the point. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not what we always did on this podcast, but now that I have other podcasts to spread other topics to, I can make this one actually about something, right? Instead of about everything. Did it used to be about popular opinions or what? No, All opinions, it really. It used to just be kind of a general interest podcast gotcha, where I would gotcha. do politics stuff. And the way I do it now, we can talk about any topic, but at least it's there's some format gotcha. to the show. Yeah. And it's been fun. It's been fun doing it this way. We've been, this is, I think, the fourth or fifth episode in a row that will be like this, where we got a list of opinions to talk about. Nice. I oh, like yeah. it. Should we uh, should we start with one of your Tom? Did you have anything? 
No, I actually I didn't know I was supposed to bring in it or not. Oh no, you don't have to. You don't have it's, to. There's there's enough to go around. I'm, okay. one, I'm one of those extra credit kids that you hate, so don't worry about it. Yeah, next time I'll bring in a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> Unless you have one, <laughs> gonna, yeah. do you have one off the top of your head? I, not off the top of my head. I was excited to discuss your guys' unpopular opinions, but I'll bring I'll bring in one that will cancel the show next time. If oh that's no, what you guys. we had one last episode, the one we just oh, recorded, because really? we started soliciting opinions from listeners, which oh, oof. Oof. okay, and uh, danger, danger. We had an interesting defense of Louis C.K. Uh, on the last episode, so <laughs> don't be worried to bring up anything okay fair eric do you have one about louis ck in particular no not about louis ck <laughs> uh unpopular opinion uh should we should we jump into yeah what's uh, what do you got yeah uh i think uh america and music uh popular music needs to embrace the wonderfulness that is the instrumental because uh while there are fantastic artists such as Dell, mariah carey and all that they're Definitely, they are the the draw of a song. So many bands, so many bands, so many bands would f- be so much better if their asshole frontman, keyword man, wasn't singing because either they can't sing very well, or the song would be great if their daddy issues weren't involved in the lyrics, mm. or you know, just are you just talking about corn right now? <laughs> I am not just. I'm talking about corn. I'm talking about Tool. I'm talking about just all. Coheed and Cambria, they're inoffensive, but a lot of their songs would be a lot better if they weren't about a demonic bicycle. True. Yeah. And uh, it's gotten to a point, maybe it's just me, but it's just, yeah, I, I would like more popular musicians to uh, bands, especially because you can hear all kinds of different, you know, guitar riffs, bass notes, and all that that aren't overshadowed by someone's inane wailing and enjoy that and people can listen to it and they could feel the feelings that they feel without someone else's baggage thrown into it well here's here's i have a i have a question are you saying that some band should just murder or get not murder get rid of their their singer altogether or just that people should appreciate the instrumental music more uh i'm saying both <laughs> I would I would love to have just pure instrumental bands out there and killing it in the charts. Yeah. I know I, whether that happens or not. That's th- thus the unpopularity because a lot of people like singing. Yeah. Right. Well, it doesn't I mean I even if the singer's bad like there's a lot of bad singers that still make like that's a part of that's one of the instruments, you know? Like that's one because I listen to instrumental music. Then it's a shit instrument that should leave. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's uh it's a tone, you know what I mean? It's a full pack like you're just basically, you know, you could say the same thing about, you know, the, the, I like, you know, this band if only they got rid of the drums in it and it's just it, it's different. You know I, what I mean? It takes I, away a piece of the ambiance and the 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 you know what they're creating. I I understand that, but you know when I could if it was just plain mouth noises, I would agree. But those mouth noises often have ba- that's the problem. Is the words your words? So are you want shit. more scatting? Uh, yes. I would even Scatman is much better than most. I would love music nowadays. See corn playing, but instead of singing, just scatting in the background. What do you? That's exactly yeah, and uh, actually, twist is one of my favorite corn songs, <laughs> twist. based solely off of the fact there's virtually no lyrics whatsoever. It's just twist, yeah, exactly. It's just that. It's That's just all it music, needs. and then every once in a while he goes twist, yeah, and then he's then he goes a little bit nuts, and then you can also get Jonathan Davis out of there. Like it's an option. It doesn't ruin the. He doesn't ruin. Well, the song as there. someone who hosts a podcast about corn, this is true. I would agree with that. Jonathan Davis can go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, it's uh, and it's not. I'm not just picking on them but just 
name name a band more than likely i don't care for their their music even like dave matthews i don't need his singing on that i just like the light you know everything about it yeah it's got I mean, it's gotten to the point which sometimes on youtube if i really like a song but hate the the singer i just put in the title of the song and, and add instrumental and someone has some blessed person some fantastic <laughs> lovely altruistic human being has lifted the voice track away from the song and i could just download it listen to it to my heart's content there, there are songs that I enjoy the instrumental, but I wouldn't want to eliminate the, you know, whatever, whatever it was that was written down and performed. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's kind of like being like, well, I really like comedy, but I, I wish they'd stop saying words during the, the performance. Like, no, it's just part of it. Well, well, I mean, for comedy, it is just the words. But f- with music, there's so many different layers. What I'm saying is, give me the Supreme Pizza, hold the black olives. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Are there is like I have I have because I agree with you I agree with you yeah. that like some I'm there, not saying outright destroy the music industry by eliminating singing but I'm just saying hey uh, maybe offer the instrumental track as well you could probably make extra money I agree with that okay I agree with that but I just I, yeah I also think I, I I'm always curious I love my, one of my favorite things is deciphering what lyrics mean. If oh makes, sure. Like that's I become obsessed with that. Even if and sometimes I really figure it out and I go, "Well, that's a bummer. That kind of ruins <laughs> yeah. the song." Yeah. And that's why I want to get rid of it altogether. <laughs> I number 1, I don't need a bummer. Number 2, don't give me a goddamn homework or a puzzle. See, I like the puzzle. I like the puzzle, yeah. I Fine. like the puzzle. I, don't mind the I puzzle. have enough puzzles in my life. I'm with you on the daddy <laughs> issues thing. Yeah. There's, so, there's some singers where I'm like, dude, I got problems of my own. <laughs> oh, you man, need to fucking is... tone it down a little bit. Well, yeah, and you could listen to older songs and you'd be like, oh, man, this is a great beat. Too bad it's misogynistic as shit. Mm. Right, but then, you, you know, you, you can listen to it without believing in it, you know? Michael Jackson, big another example. Right. Uh, I'm promoting, I, you know, I don't feel good supporting the music, but... God damn! If Beat It doesn't have the best riff in all yeah. of music, so just take just thanks Eddie Van Halen <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. So just take away the Michael stuff, and then maybe I'd feel a little bit less conflicted about listening. To well, it. you shouldn't feel conflicted listening to Michael Jackson because he's dead. Well, he like, is he gets dead. None of the royalties, I, right? But he's dead as shit. But it but it had become famous because of him, and uh, it, yeah, I mean, you fair point too. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't help him now. No, it doesn't help him now. He's but, dead as shit. But I'm just using that as a for instance, right? Because there could be you know assholes out here, and uh, that other band members may not have been. They may have the same feelings. They may not. They just haven't been outspoken about it, or they haven't committed crimes. Uh huh. Whereas the lead singer has. Right. You know, just like a. It's like you know Quincy Jones is weird, but Quincy Jones never touched no kids, from what I understand. Right. The producer, you mean? The producer. Probably not the comic, either. Uh, probably not. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Unpopular opinion. They both touch kids. <laughs> they both did. Sorry, Quincy's. That's more of an unpopular accusation than an opinion. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, an op- it's real, man. It's a, it's a, no, I have no idea. One thing I would add to this, I don't love instrumentals, but I also don't care about vocals that much a lot of my favorite bands the you singers out don't you no i like singers that like would not be described as having a great voice like tom waits is one of my favorite yeah, yeah. musicians oh, of oh, all time me too same and that voice is an acquired taste like yeah. it takes like that's what decides if you like tom waits or oh, not, yeah. if you can get past that no, voice uh, it's... and like the like most of my bands don't have 
amazing. Most of my favorite bands, like the Coat Hangers, they're probably my favorite band. But they're they're a punk band from Atlanta. They're yeah. not focused on keep in mind I'm hitting not, a bunch of high notes and uh, things. Keep in mind I'm not I'm not focused on the quality of singing as opposed to the content. Quality is might be a part of it, but that's up to taste. You more yeah. hate bad lyrics. I more hate bad lyrics more than anything else. In the yeah, world. no, they drive yeah. me they drive me nuts too. Yeah. I I you, you know what it, for me a dude. If it's a dude high pitched singing, girl, girl, high or low, I don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. But if it's a man with high pitched whiny, like I can't do a lot of pop punk because it's all, yeah. it's all like that one eighty two type shit. Yeah, like that. That I can, I can listen to them like with friends and stuff. But like other, like there's so many people who have shown me like check out this pop punk band. I'm like yeah, they sound just so whiny. I can't. Yeah. the pitch ruins it for me, and I can't even get the behind. only thoughts on Queen. Queen? Yeah. I like Queen. All right. Well, I love Wasn't piano. Sure. I love... I Queen's lo- fine. Yeah. Queen is a singles band. Oh, for uh, sure. No. Most bands are. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not arguing that, it, it, but he was talking about men that can hit the really high notes. Oh, yeah. Freddie Mercury. That, Holy shit. One thing I don't like is when not people, people equate singing really well or just playing an instrument really well to, oh, that person's a great musician who makes great songs. Like, mm. no, maybe they're just a good... Like... This will be an unpopular opinion, but ah, name of the pod. Aretha Franklin, her music, I I accept that she's a great, great singer, but she's got like four or five songs that I give a shit about. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, like I can't name you my favorite Aretha Franklin album. Yeah. Like I don't same thing with like a really great guitar player, like Steve Vai. Name a Steve Vai song. Can't. Of course not. But like he's accepted as one of the greatest guitar players in the world, but mm-hmm. doesn't mean he make Good music, yeah. Well, I mean, it again. It's all it's all subject to the opinion. I I'm not again. I'm not like scorched earth. Get rid of whatever people can have their preferences, but more. No, I am. You sold me over. Music. Kill all singers. Okay, fair. <laughs> all right, murder them all. Fair. I okay. uh, do you guys do you guys think in order for to really like a band, uh, you have to love everything they do, or at least half of it, or something? And like, there are so few bands. Since we're talking about music, there's so few bands I like. All of their stuff. Same. There's so few. Most most of it is like there's like ten songs that I love. There's maybe another ten that I enjoy, and usually the rest of it I find very boring. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and they're not always the hits. It it gets mixed in. I'll listen through an entire album, but there's a lot of bands I'm like, yeah, like Tool. I fucking very much enjoy. I can't name very many Tool songs. Yeah. For me, I can tell right away if a band is just a good band or a band I love. Right. Like, yeah. I can tell almost immediately. Like, the drive-by truckers, I knew right away. I was like, oh, that's the fucking band for me. Mm-hmm. Coat hangers, Nirvana to some extent. I didn't start listening to rock music till I was in my 20s. I listened to nothing but rap and R&B uh, okay. up to that point. And Nirvana was the first rock band. I was high on my couch and MTV uh, Nirvana Unplugged came on, and the remote mm. was way across the room. And I was like, <laughs> whatever, I'll just watch this and take a nap. And I liked it so much. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I know right away if I love a band. Yeah. I grew up in a Christian bubble, so it, oh, t- it yeah. took a while for me to get into certain music, too. Yeah, there's... That wasn't DC Talk or some <laughs> sense, or Striper. You mentioned bands with really <laughs> whiny voices. The only yeah. one I can really fuck with... There's a band called Pine Grove. Mm. Okay. And they get lumped in as sort of that emo type of 
band because the lead singer has that voice. But they're more like an alt-country kind of band. Interesting. And they're really good. But just saying I like them is in and of itself kind of an unpopular opinion because the lead singer got accused of sexual coercion oh, at fuck. one point. But Coercion? Yeah. The But the woman in question... All she wanted was for him to take a year off from touring and go to therapy. She was like, I don't want their career to be over. I don't want them to stop making music. I just want him to get better. And he did that. The That was her wishes. So I don't feel that heavy listening to Pine Grove. Right. Like, it's it's not like... It's not like he doubled down on his... It's not like Ryan Adams. Yeah, yeah. Like, I loved Ryan Adams and the shit that came out about him. Like, you can't text a 13-year-old and say... if people find out about this, they'll call me R. Kelly. That's the most damning text message ever sent in the history of music. Yeah. So like something like that, I'm fine. Like, all right, I guess I don't fuck with Ryan Adams anymore. But the Pine Grove thing, like the guy did what she wanted him to do. And now they're back making music and fucking listen to Pine Grove. They're a good band. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. When you said alt country, I wanted to saw my foot off. I have no interest (laughs) in that kind of music but i do i do agree that like if there is some sort of recourse and punish like there should be punishment because a lot of shit this doesn't get punished yeah and then if from there it's like it it, i'm on board with what you're saying in terms of that shit yeah if you look into their story it's really kind of shady because the girl didn't even want to go public with it she wanted right which is super understandable she mm-hmm. wanted to have him deal with it and then the band takes a break and then they come back and it's like she wanted to deal with it between them and the one of the outlets she went to to tell her story like made it public because they thought it was going to be like this publicity thing right, for them right. and it's like you're talking about a fucking indie band from new jersey have, I've who has one album yeah. you're not you're not gonna make your career taken down no, this fucking is the first Pine time i've Grove. ever heard of this goddamn band today yeah. and they're a good band yeah. and that i mean that's an unfortunate mark on their record but th- they dealt with it the way she wanted it dealt with yeah so i, I they owned it and all parties are satisfied right then, and their their most then, recent album's really good yeah. it's called skylight so, yeah, should we move into one of my opinions, which yes, is that let's. fuck Tool? <laughs> we, we, yeah. That, uh, why? I just don't. I've, Maynard James Keenan sucks. He sucks. He does. Whenever I hear someone. Not just musically, but as a human. Throw the term indigo child around, which is what Maynard Ugh. calls himself. Bluff. Those are bad people. Like an indigo child threw a banana peel at Dave Chappelle in New Mexico. Uh-huh. Like they, mm. that, it is not some enlightened version of being. No, you just had weird parents. Yeah. So, just the th- like, I hear things about him not being a great dude. Like what? I don't know. I've just heard he's just, an asshole. Uh, and then I listen to has, them. He has been accused of um, sex, uh, like sexual assault and abuse. And to and. And uh, what's the what's the term? Grooming uh, mm. young fans. That's bad times. Yeah. That's yeah. But just the music doesn't do it for me. I've always See, found Tool really boring. I like love they- the music. I can't stand him or his lyrics. Yeah, this is this is where Sober is a great song. It's one if of you the greatest it, songs. Yeah, uh, uh, if you just lift off out all of that. Uh, I'm angry at dad and I'm an atheist now. Can you hear me? I'm an atheist now. Yeah, I get it. It's fine. Let's move on type whiny shit 
off that track, it is great. And it's mostly, mostly industrial rock, really, that I have a problem, yeah. that I have a problem with lyrically. And it's, it's either mindless or whatever. I don't know. The, again, this is all just personal taste. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, I mean, you, you, you mostly, I mean, you also mentioned that you just didn't like the music. Right. Actually, yeah. that's my first question is like, it just doesn't click. Do you like other things similar to that? Not really. So like, it's just not your I don't, yeah, yeah I don't listen to any kind of industrial type mm-hmm. stuff. Well, you listen to one for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, like even like Nine Inch Nails, I've never given a shit about. How fucking dare you? <laughs> How fucking dare you? I mean, they got some songs. They've have they have full they have they have full albums that that tell a theme and it's fun. It's yeah they're, yeah. That's one of the only bands I will listen to their albums front to back. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. See, he's Trent Reznor's one of those singers where I'm like, dude, I get it, and but also I'm I broke his, right now and I can't hear this. And I love his soundtracks for movies. I, do. I don't know that the social network needed the soundtrack it, it had. Did, uh, I didn't <laughs> care. It's weird. I didn't care for the social network movie, but I loved the soundtrack. I was on a lot of Clonopin when I watched the social network, so all of my opinions on it are void. Mm. Yeah. Because the main thing I remembered watching it was, wow, I'm on a lot of Clonopin, so I can't really speak to that. Mm. But I've listened to the soundtrack independent of that, and y- y- no, none of his singing made it. Yeah, but I've listened. So his singing, go. his singing, uh, like that, that's the thing. He's not. He's not. There are better singers out yeah. there. He's and not better lyricists too. I see. I think he's he's got he's got he. What he's he not is, awful. I'll, no, I'll give his it that. lyrics, his lyrics. He's not doing. He's not making this complex poetry. Or, no, but he, what he does. Are you telling me I want to fuck you like an animal? Isn't complex poetry? That whole album is very, very. It, it, that is a pretty good album. It yeah, is good, you, no, you, it's a good album. Yeah, and and he's I'm teasing. he's not he's not how dare you? And he's not he's not <laughs> he's not sitting there making you know uh, like he's he. It all fits theme wise. It yeah. all it's all telling a story. So like There's it intent. has a purpose. Yeah. It hasn't. It's not just like. He rented out uh what what's her name? Sharon Tate, the guy Sharon Tate's house, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. produced the fucking thing all on himself with his bandmates in that house, lived there, produ- like he's he's the first person to make method composing for that album. <laughs> That's what he did. He did method composing. You can dislike it, but I think what he does is brilliant and he's very good at it. Mm-hmm. But it is once again an acquired taste. Yeah. I like a lot of acquired taste stuff. Love I Tom Waits. You yeah. brought up Tom Waits. Yeah. And it is not for everybody. No. But I will defend to the fucking death that it is quality, if that makes sense. Yeah. Even if you if even if you dislike yeah, it. There's just some band like I, I I get that Trent Reznor's super talented. Yeah. yeah. And I understand why his music resonates with a lot of people. <laughs> More like resonerates. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> but, thank Christ that <laughs> But I think it's for me it's a mood thing. Like I have to be in a certain mood to listen to certain bands and I'm just never in a 9-inch nails mood. Like when I'm depressed, I want to listen to sad music, not really angry music. Not angsty. Right. Uh, and I feel I don't know, people won't love this, but I feel the same way about Pink Floyd. Mm. See, th- that's the other band I listen to their <laughs> album. Yeah, like I smoke a ton of weed, but not enough Pink- to enjoy Pink I Floyd. I don't. I don't really smoke <laughs> smoke weed at all, and I love Pink Floyd. The- and I, 
and they're one of the bands in which I could take her like their lyrics are great at times and sometimes they're not I could take or leave them and that's another reason why I would love an instrumental version of Dark Side of the Moon or of The Wall oh that's got to yeah be easy to oh, find right yeah it's I'm it, sure it's easy to, to find but there. it's not like commercially available oh uh, sure point. yeah you, you see that this is the closest I've been to a Fender in a podcast because the two <laughs> the two bands that I've listened to their albums most from front to back is A Downward Spiral by Nine Inch Nails mm-hmm. and Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd yeah. I've listened to them so many times back to forth but it's also like you're not saying they're bad bands. It just doesn't. Do it just it doesn't click yeah. with me. I'm just never. Have you tried listing it to the Wizard of Oz? Because I hear that I have helps done a lot. that. Oh, really? Yeah, Did and it is. Anything? It is pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now I was a big Pink Floyd fan uh, back when. All of a sudden, I realized music can not have Jesus involved. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would. I would love to hear uh, an album where Trent Reznor goes crazy and makes the Jesus. The Jesus album for uh, Nine Inch Nails, <laughs> like what? That would his be amazing. Of Jesus Christ Superstar. His version. I would love to see that. A Christian breakdown me. where he just gets obsessed with uh, with Jesus and makes typical Nine Inch Nails music. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, fuck everything. God's alive. Pretty Bob much. Dylan did that. <laughs> did he really? Bob Dylan has, I think, three Christian albums. In the first what? one. The first one, it's called Slow Train Coming, and it's one of his best albums. Really? really? Yeah, it's a really – because it came out in the late 70s, so it's got like kind of a groove to it. Okay. And Slow Train Coming's a good album. Yeah, Bob Dylan had a big uh, like born-again Christian moment from like, like in the early 80s. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So it can work sometimes. Al Green made a bunch of great. Oh, yeah. No, there could be good. Yeah. Not gospel albums, but. There could be good Christian songs. It's just they are in the rarity. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You guys don't like POD? No. I I went to OzFest once. I I, I did. (laughs) I went to OzFest once. slaps, kids. (laughs) And I slept during POD's set. Really? Because I was just hammered and I was like. Yeah, this is the time. Yeah. I'm just going to sit in this grass and take a nap. <laughs> P- POD is one of those bands that now they I would I, I haven't listened to them since I was in middle school, but I was in yeah. middle school. I was like, oh, these guys fucking bump. Like I I, I was I got into them and I found they were a Christian band and I felt very very conflicted. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember when I went to that Ozfest. I worked with a girl who also went, and she said she uh, worked the front reception desk at this place I worked. And when we got back to work on Monday, the first thing she said when I walked in was, I got to hang out with P.O.D. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, what did you do with P.O.D.? <laughs> like, you didn't have Read the Bible. fun. Like, what the fuck did you do? I don't care if you hung out with P.O.D. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they played Cornhole. That's good, clean fun. That even is though it has a not clean fun name. Good, clean Midwestern fun. Hell yeah. Uh Oh, we already talked about the tool one. Mm-hmm. Should we? Which one should yeah, we? Uh, I, I, I also want to break. Here's here's one thing I want to say, and this I might can't be even see this. <laughs> yeah, this, this might be unpopular. Setup. I do believe it because we live in an age where we can separate giving a artist money from listening to their work, whether it be music or comedy. And I really do believe that you can just steal from people you enjoy their artist or you know artistic work. Well, and still enjoy it. People are really hypocritical about it too. Yeah, because. You want to demonize someone for listening to Michael Jackson, 
But you don't hear that about David Bowie. And David Bowie oh. fucked so many kids. Yeah, oh, did. I didn't hear this. Yeah. David oh, Bowie yeah. was a serial 15-year-old fucker. Really? Yeah. There's a very famous story about him taking a girl's virginity, and then she was kidnapped by Jimmy Page not long after that. And Jimmy Page just kept her for a while. Yeah. And if you read her... her Jimmy uh, Page, also not a great human either. Uh, no. <laughs> but, like, no one shits on Bowie and it's no. like oh well that was of its time like mm. Wait, there's never uh, been kid, a cool time think, to fuck y- kids yeah yeah i and that that goes down to like if you look at really i'd say at least i'm lowballing i feel like 70 percent of all artists are have done something at least one thing incredibly fucked up well and, a lot of artists are damaged people yeah yeah you know and i just don't i don't i feel like you just don't give them money you can still enjoy their art like yeah. that's one of the reasons like you guys have named so many fucking artist names i have no idea what you're talking about i don't really <laughs> investigate them unless there's a reason oh, yeah. i'm already invested yeah. in their trent Reznor is one of the few artists that i actually know some of his story is because i related to his music a lot but if i just really like a bit like i love modest mouse I don't know any. I couldn't name one band member. I've listened to all yeah. of their albums. They're so yeah. great. They're phenomenal. I fucking love. Them. They're, They're good. Pheno- I can't yeah. just. I can't be the guy who just likes Tool and Nine Inch Nails. You I just throw drink. it all on. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> but but that's that's the thing. Is like you can't. You're never. You're ne- You're gonna. It eliminates everything. So just don't. Except Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Maybe. As far as no. we know. As yeah. far as we know, he is. What if the he's nicest, the worst? Clean- oh, if he that. If he dies and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, man, he sacrificed nine children to Beelzebub. I'm he like, jerked wow. off in front of me and played the yeah, and played accordion. the accordion. He had mo- <laughs> That's actually, you know what? This That's is- actually impressive if he's able to play the accordion and jerk off simultaneously. Well, he's got three arms. Oh, well, that people don't know go. that about weird. He hides, he, That's how he got he the hides nickname. It in his long hair. Yeah, uh, that's how it works. No, but uh, but yeah. Uh, now, does he have the right, if he ever did diddle a kid, to just be like, I was just parroting Woody Allen. Like, can you get that? Is that a valid excuse as a parody artist? I'm doing a parody of R. Kelly <laughs> yeah. in my life. You got to keep it authentic. Yeah, Stuck but- in the drive-thru, trapped in the closet. That's the next step. Well, yeah, that's that's my. Uh, I, I genuinely believe that just don't don't patronize people who if if, if you feel weird about it, don't give them money. You can still enjoy their art. Mm. You know what I mean? They're very they're you know what I mean because it just eliminates everybody. Yeah, I've but I also just want to get rid of the lyrics. That's just a personal take. Which I think, which, <laughs> but you already have access to that. That's what I'm confused about. You already have, have access not to, to every song that I like. Well, I mean, I feel like it's an overreaction to just like, all right, no more I lyrics. think you're underreacting. <laughs> I'm overreacting to your underreaction. <laughs> Blah. One Keep thing, in mind, this is unpopular opinion, so I know that I'm in the... Here goes one. Here. Uh, kind of along the same lines of what Tom brought up. I don't know if every time an actor is outed for something, I feel like boycotting their movies is a weird way to punish a person because you're punishing so many other people. Yeah. Like it's, that's, there's, there's a movie I watched on Amazon prime. So I didn't like spend ticket money on it. Don't worry, but it's called billionaire boys club. Uh, one, it's about a fascinating true story that happened in the United States. Uh, two, it's a great movie, but it has Kevin Spacey in it. Right. So it went direct to video. No one fucking gave a fuck about it, which I get on one hand, but also 
What about Emma Roberts? She was amazing in that movie. And no one, like, I'm, I'm not, like, if I say, hey, have you seen Billionaire Boys Club? It's pretty good. I'm a monster because Kevin Spacey's in it. But Emma yeah. Roberts is in it, and she's amazing. Like, I think, I, I think that uh, there are no hard and fast rules to this type of thing. But I, I myself personally, if Kevin Spacey's in L.A. Confidential, I like L.A. Confidential. That movie is, however, like, over 20 years old, and it's, and I have it on Blu-ray. It or no, actually, I have it on DVD. It's already bought. It's You're already canceled for it. Yeah, I'm canceled. <laughs> right? But I, but I think it's more of uh, if you wish to boycott and protest, boycott and protest things that are going to be out in the box office where they actually make the money. If they are listed as executive producer on a project, then perhaps uh, boycott that. Like uh, House of Cards. Like I won't rewatch that on Netflix anymore. Because yeah, Kevin that's a that's part of it. his project. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that if they are the focus of the project yeah if they're making money on the back end he's also barely in it he's in it just for not even art yeah well there's that well Well, i think it's different for billion for billionaire post club because it's already on streaming it's done you already technically paid for it right and it's not like that the amazon is sharing all the um who streamed what data to the public (laughs) to begin with anyway right so it doesn't that's not how they factor in same with netflix yeah, I so, I feel doesn't matter a similar way about the NFL and when all of the the player protests were happening and when owners started cracking down on it, people were like, "I'm going to boycott the NFL." Well, you're also boycotting those players, yeah. and you're impacting their livelihood, and they're the ones who are actually doing like they're the protesters. Yes, yeah, it's the same with WWE with me. Like there are certain things that I don't purchase because I can't stand uh, the business practices of Vince McMahon, but there are several wrestlers and people that I know and that are friends of mine that have to work under that umbrella because they're the biggest game out there. And I don't want to take money, uh, you know, take food out of their families' mouths and stuff. Uh, and I'm still just a fan. And I'm, there are other complicated things because sometimes I get paid to write about it. Sometimes I get paid to be a pundit about pro wrestling. I know that's a weird thing to say, but, <laughs> but it's true. So I have to follow it. But uh, but it's just very sticky because I can't just villainize an entire organization when I know that there are very good people that work for this very morally questionable company. Yeah. I'm uh, – what we were just talking about lends itself well to – the next point, and it's almost kind of the opposite of what I just said, mm-hmm. but I think if you're a professional athlete and you are convicted of domestic violence, you don't get to be a professional athlete anymore. Agreed. And I'm not saying if a person is convicted of domestic violence, they never have a right to earn a living again. That's a different thing. Yeah. Like people can be rehabilitated. Everyone has a basic right to be able to live, but being a professional athlete is a privilege. And not hitting women isn't that hard. Yeah. You just don't hit your wife it's, if you're an athlete. Yeah. And if you do, you're not a fucking professional athlete anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that – like the domestic violence incidents in professional sports, it's not just that they happen, but they're always really fucking heinous. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this is a dude who trains seven days a week fucking punching a woman in the face right. yeah here's here's i want to bring up this point i think they should still be allowed to play now if your wife falls down the stairs you should be banned forever that's that's the compromise <laughs> on me that's the bad joke but uh I, I i see what you're saying i'm i'm fucking 
I'm torn on that because here's the reality of if that happens. More and more of those cases are going to get swept under the rug, and then there will be no repercussions. But they're but they're already being swept under the rug to begin with, anyway. They're yeah. at least they're th- I mean they are, but they're throwing. Yeah, that's but they're throwing out. They're throwing out. Sus- it's, it's you're kind of right. I, yeah. I under I understand what you're saying, but it's kind of the argument. Uh, you know, it's not a. I don't even know if this is a fair comparison, but it popped into my head. It's kind of like the whole gun control thing. It'd be like. Well, we're not sure if you know, people that really want the guns aren't going to follow the laws. And it's like, well, let's make it even harder and make it a little bit more uh, restricted and make the penalties a little bit more uh, firm in order to kind of just tamper down. Because we we just don't know whether or not it will be effective or not until we try it. Yeah, someone uh, brought up on last week's episode that uh, gun ownership is fine if you – are a responsible gun owner, but every gun over owner, every gun owner is a responsible gun owner until they're not. Yeah. Right. And it only takes one time. And if they're a responsible gun owner, it's, they'd be like, yeah, sure. Put in one extra hurdle. I don't care because that way there's less right. dumbasses with guns that make me look bad. Yeah. But I don't know, man, the ath like professional the- athletes, it's such a status thing. And yeah. it's like a very few select few, number of people in this country get to play professional sports. Yeah. And they should have that privilege taken away if and, they're not up to making that status look as good as possible. And more than most public figures, I think athletes are uh looked up to by kids more than like no kid is out there like, oh no, Kevin Spacey fucking raped a dude like kids don't give a shit about that right. no, they know about they don't kevin care Spacey's about, character yeah they don't care about who kevin spacey is but they know who these athletes are yeah and to have those stories circulating and then the kid sees oh well he's back so i guess and i guess it's okay like i and, we're an athlete and maybe it shouldn't even be that maybe i'm saying it a little too severely because i think michael vick is a good example of someone who did something really terrible but just like i mentioned with pine grove earlier there was a specific uh thing he had to do uh as a result of what as a result of his actions and he did it and the league welcomed him back and it's like i i get that but this it's an entirely different crime i love dogs i do oh yeah but let's not i i don't like this equivalency of dog and human being you should have heard the giant difference between the two right but it's weirdly a lot of people prefer dogs i know yeah when the and and i get that to a point but let's yeah when the michael vick thing happened yeah yeah. i got in the biggest argument online with someone who argued that women can defend themselves and dogs can't and i was like what the fuck i was like most dogs would fuck a woman up yeah, like yeah. any one of those Michael Vick dogs would murder no, a woman is, if you put well, them in the ring together. Well, on top of that, it's victim blaming. That's right. all that it is. Yeah, a dog, you know, dog or woman or whatever. Yeah. That's putting onus on the victim. Fuck you in that opinion. I yeah. I I I, I guess I guess my stance because a, a big part of the problem is shit in professional sports just gets swept under the rug 
and then overall, yeah, because yeah. there's big money involved, and there's so much that doesn't come out at all. And right? There's even like I guess I guess the example of an athlete that I really liked who did something horrible was Ray Lewis, who very clearly killed a guy. Absolutely murdered a motherfucker. Yes, he did. Yeah. And yeah. He, 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 when he talked about it, it almost felt like, like, hey, sorry I got away with it, but I got away with it. I'm going to play football. And I think if it was just like the problem, the problem with the, when professional athletes do things problematic is they get away with it all together. If they did their time, if they do their time, if they're punished for what they did, and then they come back and they can still play whatever sport. I think that's fine. I don't think you have to ban them all together. The problem is people are beating their their spouses and, and, and you know, dog, whatever the fucking thing is. And a lot of times they get away with it completely. Ben Roethlisberger has really not been punished at all for the shit that he's done. No. no. And yeah. if he served his time, if, if he, did, you know, like, there needs to be, I think what the bottom line is there needs to be some sort of punishment. And well, that punishment just needs to be enforced. There is punishment, but the problem is, is that there's if it's not enforced, then there is no punishment. That's the, that's the right. You know what I mean? You yeah. can, that's just saying that there's punishment and then getting there, and there really, there no. really and is not. I should mention, I'm I'm referring to like convictions, like yes, you've actually been right, not, not accusations, right. because yeah. there's there's a interesting example. The Buffalo Bills uh, have this running back named Lashawn McCoy, right who has been trying to evict his ex-girlfriend from a house they shared for like a year. Mm -hmm. And the first time, like the police have been sent there. And every time she's like, he's abusing me. He, he set me up to be robbed. And they're all very sketchy accusations. There's not a lot of evidence. There's not a lot of evidence. And she's, I hate to say it, probably lying. Like he seems but like still investigate that. But, but right. you're talking but like you're saying, you're talking about convicted, a judge said, Hey fucker, you did this. Right. I just Yeah. I don't know. I would I would be like in the reason I I bring it up is I was watching a Cubs game the other day and there's this a uh, player named Addison Russell who hadn't been I've been watching the Cubs all season. We're thirty, forty games in. And I hadn't seen him at all, and all of a sudden he was back, and I was like, "Oh shit! Where? Like, what, did he get hurt? Like, what happened?" No, I beat the shit out of his wife, and he served like a fifty-game suspension, which is a long did suspension. Did he get jail time? I don't think he got any jail time. Okay. Ugh. And all of a sudden he's just back, and it's like, Mm-mm. I mean, I get the fifty-game suspension, but the, in the big scheme of things, especially with a sport like baseball that you can play until you're fucking nine hundred years old, yeah. Like he's got so much career ahead of him, and this is just a blip on the radar. When he could have just not hit his wife, yeah, like that would have been just as easy. Yeah, the, 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 that's that's my biggest problem. I feel like there there should be uh, baseball. Fifty games is nothing. It's not right. Nothing. There's 162 yeah. games a year. Yeah, but, exactly. But like, yeah, I mean, how many? Like, if a player it's not punches, even half a season. What is? I, I'm not a baseball fan. If a player punches another player, what is usually the suspension for that? Uh, that's usually like a game or two. A game or two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's usually mo- but the thing about baseball fights is as soon as a fight happens both dugouts right. come out yeah. and so it turns into it's, a it just melee. turns into a bum rush, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 different. But the problem is these is when there's no there's no punishment at all uh and there should be there should be jail time. The problem is 
police justices. Like it's all it's a corrupt. multifaceted problem. It's right. all corrupt, yeah. and it, it, that's why they can get away with it. You, you know, what I mean? and that's not fair. Not only to the people uh, who were abused and the people who uh, got away. It's also unfair to all the people who did a horrible thing, served their time, improved their lives, stopped doing that shit. And then they got to watch this asshole fucking, you know, uh, right. on TV, you know, yeah. um, not saying that I'm real worried about the rights of the people who did something horrendous. But in general, it's just I, I think there should be less bias based off of celebrity in general uh, when it comes to these things. And that's not just sports. That's not just music. That's also, you know, we're talking about boycotting earlier and we didn't even mention the horrendous shit corporations have done right. yeah. as a whole, but we still support them. That's, to me, the biggest double standard is we let these corporations... They're so big that it's impossible to not support them in many circumstances. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the big issue. If anyone is worthy of being canceled right now, it's fucking McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's, like... And this speaks to how powerful these corporations are. McDonald's was the target of the first Me Too strike that was directed at one company. And it happened, uh, it was either earlier this year or late last year. I remember you were telling me. Yeah, I remember you uh, talking about this. Yeah, there was this, it happened in like 15 or 20 cities where employees walked out during the lunch hour to protest this pervasive atmosphere of sexual harassment at McDonald's and no media outlets said anything about it. Mm -hmm. Nobody was tweeting about it. Like that kind of thing is what bothers me. When we talked about Louis CK on the last episode, what really irks me about the Louis CK thing is his manager never fucking faced anything over that. His agent never faced anything over that. The people that covered up. The people things. who were yeah. probably issuing the fucking threats to these women. Yeah. Like Louis CK wasn't the one, like jerking off going, I'll end your career if you tell. Like that was like managers going, oh, no, no, don't, it's just like don't Trump, say anything. It's, it's like Trump uh, ordering someone without ordering someone to do something. Right. Yeah. Michael, Ask Michael Cohen about that. Yeah. And you don't like you don't like McDonald's isn't getting like that's it's just not news. Yeah. And those are the kind of things that need to be. Do you recall taken what, down? what was the news? What was the wasn't there a big news story that was overshadowing that possibly? I'm not defending overshadowing. Uh, there was uh, at all, but probably. Yeah. But it's also it's a thing that it should have been reported heavily. Like after regardless. it happened, we knew it happened and yeah. it would have made an interesting talking point on mm-hmm. CNN the next day. But McDonald's dishes out so much ad money. Like, we probably had McDonald's ads on that episode, for all I know. Because the way our ads on this show work, like, they'll just kind of run anything. I don't really decide. Yeah. And we probably had McDonald's ads on it. McDonald's spreads so much ad money around Mm -hmm. that the people who are in a position to say something about this kind of stuff just won't. And I feel like that's probably part of the problem with major sports leagues where there's kind of a vested interest on both sides, the media and the league to not make a big deal of these issues 
until they have to. Yeah. And that is what needs to change. Well, it's kind of a monopolization of their particular sport. There's no, like, there was the ABA and the NBA, but there's no ABA now. So there's no, like, alternative that's quote unquote good right. in comparison to support. Yeah. Um, same with the NFL and all. What, definitely not now that the XFL is coming back. Mm. Um, and uh, that's what makes things so frustrating is that a lot of stuff people consume and a lot of things that people enjoy are being run by morally questionable, and I'm being very nice about saying it that way, companies. That is very nice. I think they're – uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's too nice. It's very cutesy. I think yeah. – I think, I think, yeah, I, I think – that's the problem. With, the problem with capitalism in general is we're playing a game of monopoly, and then uh, that's, that's someone literal. wins. <laughs> someone wins the game, yeah. and there's no reset button. So you're, it's just a bunch. Everyone else is just staring at the table, watching him roll fucking eight. Like there's yeah. no, there's no recourse um, uh, or reset, and that's the biggest problem with it. But the it's it's so it's so tricky, and it's so interesting because I feel like because like corporate corporations get away with so much too because we only seem to care about individuals who do yeah. horrible things. Right. Uh, well, they also have lobbyists as well. And right. They buy, and they buy individuals and votes that or to push certain things that would and benefit it's, them. it's inconvenient to yeah. not eat at McDonald's. And because they're goddamn everywhere. They're everywhere and it's, it's not there's good a reason food, McDonald's is the reason McDonald's is so big in Russia isn't because the food's great. It's the cheapest option. Yeah. For uh, a lot of people. There's that it's the cheapest option for a lot of people yeah. here in the States as well. What a conundrum. <laughs> we should just start well, over. Well it's the same with Wal <laughs> it's the same with Walmart and all that type of stuff. Yeah. A lot of these a lot of these companies would rather prefer to uh buy from the mom and pop shop, but the mom and pop shop is either gone far the fuck away or horrible or horrible or or they just can't compete with the prices that walmart offers yeah yeah i had a friend who wouldn't use amazon out of solidarity with mom and pop shops so he shopped at walmart instead it's like what <laughs> cute that's really yeah, what? Yeah. dude uh that's what what <laughs> yeah that is the dumbest thing I've what? Well, the thing like if anything Amazon more supports mom and pop shops because you can set up a shop on yeah. Amazon and sell shit there. It's, Walmart's not going to Yeah, there's let a you. corporate Etsy version that's, of Amazon. That's yeah. the other problem I have is it's so much more I hate symbolism over substance. Right. Yeah. You see a bunch of people going don't shop Amazon and you go I will I will symbolically go out and not do that and instead but in reality, all you're doing is contributing to an equal or possibly greater problem. But that's, but right. that's the but that's the overall issue in general is there. There's no other option a lot of the time for so many people. It's like, well, I'm going to boycott this, and but I have no choice but to support that, or I just have nothing at all, and I cannot afford to not have the nothing at all. Right. I would not. I don't want to support big pharma, but. This is the medicine that I need. Thus, I need to pay this price. Thus, I am forcing them to still be alive and making money just so I can be alive and make money for said medicine. For sure. And that's not – but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about someone going, I'm not – if you're going around telling people I'm trying to do a good thing by not shopping at Amazon mm -hmm. and you're just shopping at Walmart, you're just, just – Hey, look at this symbolism, right? And yeah. then not backing it out, it up with it, you know, which right. is, and that's not just that one thing. It's all over. That's fucking. It's 
Every, that, that, it, it's everywhere. It reminds me of the Uber versus Lyft thing when everyone it's, was like, boycott Uber, use bad. Lyft. Yeah. It's like Lyft is bad too. It's main investor is a very bad dude named Carl Icahn. Mm-hmm. There is no you're not doing the world it's any barely, favors it, by using Lyft there, instead. Uh, it's a debatable less. What's the lesser of two evils? All the time for everything, and even then, it could, there could be a disagreement on what is lesser. Yeah, well, I, I, with the, for the McDonald's thing, I was saying, well, start eating a Taco Bell, but they're probably fucking, you know, uh, fucking Filipino children or whatever the fuck it is that they're do- like. There's well, no eat at Little Caesars. The yeah, thing right. I we did an episode of one of the politics podcasts about the McDonald's thing. And I actually I wrote about this on Cracked too when I was I wrote an article about companies that you maybe shouldn't hate as much or companies that have secretly done good things. Yeah. And the thing about McDonald's and what was so frustrating about this Me Too strike not getting covered when McDonald's changes, everybody changes. Everyone else in fast food follows what McDonald's does. Because they're the front runner. Yeah. When people were like, hey, you, you're all using way too much styrofoam. McDonald's was the first one to go, all right, we'll fucking wrap our sandwiches in something else. And every other restaurant after him was like, well, McDonald's is doing it. We got to do it now. Right. Mm-hmm. So if McDonald's took some big public stand against sexual harassment in their stores, Every fucking fast food franchise yeah. would have to do it because they're already getting destroyed by McDonald's in terms of revenue. And to lose that ground because they're the ones who are like, yeah, we'll worry about sexual harassment later. That wouldn't fly. Like if McDonald's does it, Subway would have to do it. Taco Bell would have to do it. It would be a domino effect. So, yeah, so, yeah. Subway Subway uh, is going to be a behind the curve on this one, just based off of the history. <laughs> they got a, yeah, they got a lot. They're, to, they're not uh, going to lead the charge on this one. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're like, did McDonald's stop fondling kids? Yeah. <laughs> I, they they would, never were. I would that argue Subway, that which means Subway they never stopped. Led the charge on this whole debate. They really, uh, yeah, they really went knuckle forward. <laughs> they sure on made this. it a public yeah. issue. Yeah. Please don't use the term knuckle forward for that type of thing. <laughs> so we, man, we hit on that topic for a long time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we had strong I, viewpoints. We did, and I don't even know if that was the unpopular opinion or not. Yeah, I don't know I don't, where most people actually. I don't stand think on that a lot stuff. of people like it started with athletes should lose the right to be professional athletes yeah. if they hit and their wives. And I doubt, <laughs> I doubt there were a lot of owls of protest from the audience over that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more of just, and if there were, those dudes probably hit their wives. Probably. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think uh, unpopular opinion isn't just going against the grain, but it's also bringing up opinions that no one else is really talking about. Uh, right on other things. So I just think there, there needs to be there needs to be. A I'm more... defining your show for you. Uh, thank you. I've never I... done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my my main take is there needs to be some sort of like because my my worry about that is just like nothing will ever come forward or be be deemed punishable. There needs to be some sort of punishment, and it needs to be it needs to be people. It needs to be people need to be the people in charge need to be willing to convict it. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, it needs to be, you know, it's the same thing. It, 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 like if you made rape a more serious offense, it doesn't matter until we we fix these backlogs of DNA tests and all. Right. Like, like the punishment isn't the biggest problem right now. It is the enforcement of exactly said punishment. Exactly. Yeah. Should there be like in the case 
like take the Ray Rice case, right? Which was one of the the really big domestic violence cases. The NFL knew about that for a while. Yeah. And kind of covered it, it up. They should be punished. Yeah, there should be. I That's feel conspiracy. like yeah. there yeah. should be some sort of punishment for them. And that seems like what we're not willing to do in this yeah. entire thing. Like, we'll, we go after the individual abuser, but not the structure that allowed them to thrive as well, an abuser. In that I think the other issue is, is that a lot of times for whenever we do bring up enforcement of uh, certain regulation, like federal regulations, it's always in the form of a fine and they could. Right. And then it's like, oh, this is just a drop in the bucket. Fuck it. I'll just pay the fine and then we'll just go on with business as usual. Yeah. So it doesn't actually hurt them because they're too, their wallets are too big. Yeah. That like the NFL should not be allowed to televise games as a punishment. That would fuck the NFL up. It would fuck the NFL up. It's also very Orwellian. It's, yeah, that's, that's saying, the other. Yeah, that, therein lies the problem. Well, it's a, it's a it's a company. Is there is there if I I actually don't know that is there a law that if you are with if your uh, employee is breaking the law that you have to come forward you have to uh, in some way. Come forward with that information, or is there anything? I don't, I don't think there's a law like that. What I think makes the NFL different is they get so much taxpayer money too. Yeah, like a lot of those stadiums yeah. are built with taxpayer money, so like everyone sort of has an investment in the NFL, mm -hmm. and I feel like in those cases maybe there should be some sort of laws that, not really that you're. I think I think that they should have to report it would be like if you find out there should be some governing body like we're fine taking professional sports in front of Congress. So just put a fucking governing body over professional sports where if there are incidents like this, they have to go to that body right away and say, hey, this ha the NCAA has that. Yeah, like the you have to report violations to the NCAA or they get significantly worse. But if you report them right away, if you're like, oh, we accidentally gave these players free bagels, sorry, and you fess up to it right away, the NCAA is far more lenient. Yeah. Right. And I could see the same thing sort of working for the NFL. Where Just a third-party governing body that has no – Right. That, that the uh, NFL can yeah. go to and say, we have this incident with this player, and it is our duty to bring it to your attention. Do with it what you will. Yeah. And – until there's something like that, it's just going to be a thing where these incidents are covered up. Well, it definitely has to be like third party and have no like, – because self uh, – because there are some places that do have a quote-unquote governing party or uh, governing body, I should say. And it's all like within and that doesn't do jack shit because it's going to protect the company itself overall. There's a conflict of interest. Yeah. So. The NFL can't police itself. No, that's no more than Facebook thank you. can thank police you. itself. Thank you for being more succinct in what I was trying <laughs> to say. I was looking for those exact words. Thank you. Uh, this has been a sports heavy podcast. The it last really has few been weeks. because I hate sports. This is weird. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Uh, Should we get to some listener opinions? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's. Let's play some music first. You know, it's a big world out there. So big. Adam, no lyrics. Easy to feel like <laughs> the things you say 
don't even matter. I'm going to isolate this track. But I want you to know that's not true. It's why we call the segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments and opinions from the last few shows Why respond to them personally. Why, why do you have this dog's gonna die music in the background while you intro this segment? Because this is because, a tender moment. Because where I'm- Tom, for the price of a cup of coffee a day, <laughs> you can save uh, a German Shepherd or three. you can help this podcast. Yeah, pass so, the one hour point by yeah. submitting <laughs> your own opinions. We only have so many. Yeah. For less than a cup of coffee, you can support a whole month worth on the Unpops Patreon. Mayhaps I don't know. Let's uh, let's let's come out of the gate hot. This is submitted by a user who asked to be called Bert eighty nine. Woo! And uh, the the gist: Jerry Seinfeld isn't funny. This is his argument. My unpopular opinion is that Jerry Seinfeld isn't a good comedian. He gained popularity because he was a clean comic in the time of Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. But his observations are pretty weak, and if he was coming up in 2019, he wouldn't have made it. Uh, I disagree. I, <laughs> I'm not. Saying I feel he's like funny most now, comics. The, the thing with comedy, most comics who came up at any era before now wouldn't work now. Yeah, like because it happened already. Well, it, yeah, on it top happened, of other things, it happened already, and. Comedy is a thing, like it changes it and evolves, there's yeah. different, different ways to do comedy. I'm not the biggest fan of Jerry Seinfeld, but I don't oh. think he's a bad comic. Here's, here's, no, he knows what joke structure is uh, and that's fine. That, 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 the joke structure is not funny. I <laughs> completely agree with Bert 89. I think here's my yeah. theory on, on Seinfeld is he was just uh, observing things before anybody else knew how to do that. I think he just saw things and brought up things that that thing does, and people were like, oh, shit, I didn't realize you could just... That's true. Yeah. There's there's nothing... He's, there's, And at the time, maybe it was maybe it was brilliant, but even his show was mostly Larry David. You know? Uh, oh, yeah. His bits, his bits, to me, he has a couple good jokes, but overall, he hasn't changed his act... Almost at all for which I to me it's like that's not necessarily makes you a bad comedian. It makes you a bad artist if you're right. not yes. constantly trying to de- develop and get better and take risks. That doesn't mean you're a bad band or a bad comedian or a bad writer. It just makes you a bad artist, right. in my opinion. Right. So I think he's a horrendous artist, and I don't think his jokes are funny. And I think that not changing your act is. At the heart of people being like, oh, comedy's too PC now. We can't say whatever we want. Well, write some new jokes, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree agree that Seinfeld hasn't evolved since he, you know, had his big, you know, surge of popularity as a stand up in the 80s and 90s. But I don't think that him just saying, oh, he was never funny is really true, especially since that there are so many comedians that have. uh, modified his particular outlook and style into something bigger and greater, like you were touching upon, Tom. Yeah, but it's it's still I still don't think, and it it also could be a time thing. His new, of course, he wouldn't make it in twenty nineteen, right? But it, I, I, Prior definitely, but would have is made his it in twenty nineteen? Like I his, think he would have. Mm. 
I think he would have. Yeah. He was speaking from a strictly honest place that no one could you know, you know a lot of people have stolen Pryor's voice. A lot of people have stolen Pryor's voice, but the thing but in terms of content and in terms of certain characters, they probably Mudbone probably would not have worked out well. But for I think but Pryor nowadays. Pryor was a comic who was cons- he was changing his act, oh, he was doing he was. different things. But Seinfeld does not do that. Pryor would adapt with the times and for his crowd. Seinfeld has already proven that he doesn't do but he's, that. Uh, but he's uh, looking at 1989 Seinfeld in 2019 eyes. If you were to look at Pryor's 1970s work in 2019 to the vast majority of people, right. it'd be like, holy well, shit, but, but what then, is Seinfeld, this? Didn't Seinfeld just release uh, – he released he something recently, yes. and, it's, and I watched it. And it's it. not great. It's terrible. He right. doesn't – He and but, he's, uh, but the argument is, was never funny, I believe. I don't think he – I mean, he wasn't he's ever funny, funny well, to me. I think, I think that – kind of lends itself to like the i don't like tool just because they've like their there's a taste thing. particular brand of music oh, doesn't yeah. click with me and comedy isn't is a subjective thing Absolutely. there are a lot oh, of people who will yeah. hear his jokes and go oh, I'm, i don't find that that yeah. funny but uh, but the argument being presented of well he wouldn't work in 2019 yeah neither would anyone else that did comedy in the 80s chris well, rocks most recent yeah, special was th- pretty fucking there, good. there are comedians that are still alive who continued to adapt and create. You, you this know what is I mean? true, but the fast. But you're. I'm speaking of the field, right? Not. Not. You know. The obviously there, are, there are geniuses that do evolve over time, like you're mentioning. But they are the exception. They're not the general rule, right? I do. I. I'll never respect Seinfeld for. I feel like he kind of led the charge on that. College campuses are too PC now. Yeah, he's doing jokes about bagels. What yeah. the fuck could yeah. possibly no, no. been so feather ruffling? Like he wasn't. He's not. He's not offensive. So if they're too PC for him, it just means you're a bad comic, yeah. right? And yeah. and the thing is, like people always make the argument. Well, you can kind of say whatever you want if it's a good joke. And I think. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik kind of proves that. Yeah. Right. Like Anthony Jeselnik gets away with saying the craziest shit because yeah. they're good jokes. Mm-hmm. They're good jokes. Like and they're the, very clearly jokes, not the, opinions. The joke that got Seinfeld in trouble on that college campus was he was talking about Tinder and he said something about people uh, swiping right like a gay French king. It's uh-huh. like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> of course people didn't find it funny. It's not a funny joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who associates... that? Is that a hand movement that French can't... Like, it's just a bad joke. Yeah. It's not that people can't take off-color humor. It's right. that you're just not writing good jokes. No, was, I'm, not, I'm not standing Seinfeld by any means. It's just more of the, the argument of he was never... It's never perceived as funny back, back in the 80s. Right. I, I I mean, I, I've i seen old prior stuff that I enjoy, you know, that I, I think is fascinating. Yeah, but quote unquote making it. Right. That's that that's 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 the sentence I'm contending. Th- with. In terms of making it, if you look at a comedian's large body of work and if their body of work was changing, I right. think they would make it. Today. Right. But if they but if the argument was if they are starting in 2019, I don't think that prior would. I will. I think he would have. I think he would have adapted if he was starting. I think he was. He was. He was a genius. We'll never know. know. He's dead. We won't. We won't. And I Uh, love Pryor, but right. Uh, But I think. I think it's. I think if you look at their body of work and their ability to adapt and their ability to continue creating, 
if they did that in their time, they could have done it in our time. It wouldn't have been the it's same all, act. It's all hypothetical in of the course. end. Yeah. Of course. It's, it's just I, I Except can't... for the fact that Seinfeld isn't funny. Right. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll actually piggyback. In 2019, definitely he's not funny. I'll piggyback onto this with a thing I've said online a bunch of times. I think Eddie Murphy gets way more respect as a comic than he deserves. Yeah, I agree. He's got one or two specials that don't fucking hold up now. He saved a show that probably should have died in the 80s, and he gets a lot of credit for that. But like, he was interviewed on... Barbara Walters interviewed him at one point, like around the time of Harlem Nights, I think. And she was like, would you ever consider going back to stand-up? And his literal answer was, why? It was a stepping stone. Oh yeah, no, and, that's a and now lot worse, of comics though. Worse, but but they don't get the respect Eddie Murphy does, and I don't fucking understand it. His specials are trash now. He refuses to do comedy anymore, yeah. and he was openly disdainful about the idea of ever doing it again. And I'm supposed to go, oh Eddie Murphy. Well, it's the same. He might tell one joke. Fuck Eddie Murphy. No, it's the same with Steve Martin as well. Yeah, Steve Martin's a banjo player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's. Uh, well, you know what it is? Is there, there are bodies of work are so respected outside of stand up as well that people they, bring they just up involve, their stand up. Well, they just cover it over. They just bring stand up into the fold along right. with their. Well, yeah, the, the average person body. doesn't really understand. I love Beverly different... Hills Cop. Ergo, Eddie Murphy Raw is also good. Right. A lot of yeah. people don't understand that the, the the difference in being funny in a movie and being a stand up comedian. Yeah. They don't know For how sure. different that is. And so the general public is going to lump them in together. I don't hear many stand-up comedians talking about how phenomenal his his jokes are. Eddie Murphy? Eddie yeah. Murphy. Well, it was... It's mostly real people. When I first brought it up, it was around... I think SNL was doing... I think it was like their fucking 100th anniversary or however many years it's been around. And Eddie Murphy was on the show, and they were like, oh, is Eddie Murphy it's been around since 1919, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, when Henry Wadsworth Longfellow hosted Saturday Night Live. People were like, oh, is Eddie Murphy going to tell jokes? And it's like, who fucking cares? They're probably yeah. not going to be yeah. good. They wouldn't be his jokes. No, they wouldn't yeah. be. You know, uh, would have been his brother's jokes but, uh, if his brother was still alive. Right. I, I agree with Bert89 on this. Mm. Is, uh, is there another one? Hot take, Bert. We have hour ten. Let's do. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Um, I'm. I want to argue. Let's end on a light note. It's not. There's a Santa. It's been a heavy episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yes. has. And I should. I should mention. I mentioned on last episode. If you've sent in an opinion, uh, and we haven't mentioned it on the last two episodes, don't fret. Uh, most of what has been sent in is usable and will be used on a show at some point. And if you have an opinion of your own to contribute, email it to opinions at unpops.com or leave us a voicemail at 505-386-7677. That's 505-FUNPOPS. All right. This is submitted by Borden Smith, and he actually submitted two, but I just want to talk about this second one. All day lunch is better than all day breakfast. This is his argument. Most people celebrate when a restaurant serves breakfast all day, but why won't any of them serve a burger at 8 a.m.? I would much prefer that to having biscuits at 4 p.m. Breakfast is fine, but what makes it so special? 
And why is it anathema to open the whole menu up all day long? I agree so fucking hard. I agree with having the whole menu open at all hours, at all times. I agree with that. I love breakfast. Oh, yeah. I eat breakfast every meal of the day. And I wake up late, so a lot of places don't have breakfast by the time I'm running around doing shit. And that's what's great about all day breakfast. Most places, they don't like, they have their breakfast menu. It's different now, but it was the breakfast menu, and then they have the rest of their menu. Yeah. Right. You know, I don't know. It's not hard to find a sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's rarer. Not really anymore, but it used to be much rarer to find people, uh, places that did all day breakfast. And that's why it's celebrated now. And now it's becoming kind of uh, old old news because everyone's doing it, which it should Yeah, because everyone should be doing it. He is right that finding lunch all day is difficult. What is, see, I just prefer breakfast food. What is, what, what is a breakfast or lunch meal that you, that's the thing. Like I, for a long time and I still kind of do prefer lunch food for breakfast. Like Like what? Just a hamburger, a hamburger, tacos, any of that shit. Yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not a hamburger. And tacos you can get anytime though. You can go. Well, that's the thing. I would go to Taco John's in South Dakota all the time and get tacos for breakfast. At what time of day? Like six a.m. They were open twenty four hours. Yeah, that's good. But uh, because there are burger places that serve burgers at ten thirty a.m. Well, if you go to. I want to say it's, it's the same. I want to say it's Burger King, but Burger I believe it's Burger King will make you a fucking Whopper in the morning if you ask. I think you're right. And there are more and more places that are creating breakfast-based hamburgers. See, and I don't even just, I just want I sometimes want a fucking Whopper well, for breakfast. What you do, pal, is you just be like, "Hey, I'll take the breakfast burger, hold the egg." Done. <laughs> well, then just put a fucking burger on there. I know. You're not wrong. I'm not, you're not wrong, but the thing of it is is that I'm 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 grasping at this whole lunch all day when it should be lunch and dinner and evening snack whatever all just, menu just all, day. Menu. all menu all the time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah then just, then get rid of the, that gets rid of the problem altogether yeah no yeah. i agree with that but if there is one meal that they should extend throughout the entire time if you had open, no choice but it one should meal. be breakfast Agreed. breakfast is yeah. uh it's also just like if you're going at lunchtime it, there's not that much difference between a lunch and dinner m- menu. Yeah. Dinner, there's not that much yeah. difference between a dinner and lunch menu. None. Breakfast is the most unique of the meals in terms of the kind of food you can get. Agreed. The thing the thing with it is, have either of you uh, worked at restaurants? No. Uh, if you consider Panera bread. A I, best, a I do not. I, I put hot dogs on a roller in an A&P. <laughs> oh, that- actually, I have. I worked at... I've, I've, been, I've had too many jobs. I've worked at... I had several fast food jobs uh after high school and the thing about all day breakfast is a lot of times depending on how much space the kitchen has you can't cook breakfast and lunch on this with the same things Mm. like you have to there's a switchover process that happens between breakfast and lunch where all right now all your kitchen stuff is ready to cook lunch before it was only ready to cook breakfast and there's just things you don't want to mix. Like, I worked at a McDonald's that didn't sell the filet of fish for a long time because we only had two fryers and we would have had to cook fish and chicken in the same oil. And all your chicken's going to taste like fish. So it's it's a space thing when it comes to all day breakfast. Yeah, I'm breakfast. sure there, there are people that have like egg allergies that want a hamburger and don't want to mix that stuff too right. much. Sure. And they're like just the process, like a, a grill gets so greasy when you're cooking burgers on it. Oh, you yeah. don't necessarily want to whip up eggs on a grill Why? that's 
Oh, sorry. Well, go ahead. No, go ahead. Why is there no breakfast fast food place? Tacos, burritos, breakfast burgers, just all breakfast, all the time, all sorts of weird That's Taco Bell shapes. Yeah. Because people, people, <laughs> shapes. They, they, their food, yeah, it's just a storm of shapes. And that's what people, I would, that would do very well. 24 that hour would fucking breakfast murder, yeah. only. I would uh, like a and, taco cube, please. Yeah, and just b- borrow, borrow from, you know, I don't care. Steal their recipes of the other breakfast. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I want a place where I can go, ooh, all the different breakfast foods, and I can just order whatever the that fuck I want. That would be great. That would, that would be kill. That used to be what IHOP was, and then they IHOP, decided to become Denny's. IHOP and Denny's can suck my ass. I <laughs> fucking hate. They used to be fine, and they just made everything more expensive and smaller, and it's not doesn't yeah. taste good. Yeah. It doesn't. It's all microwave things horse much shit. cheaper, yeah. The moons over Miami is still a pretty solid sandwich, though. Yeah, it's a I, good breakfast sandwich. Like there are no, I don't. I feel like there aren't any more cheap diners, if that makes sense. Even even because uh, Denny's used to be, it used to be like, or it used to be a lot of food for how much it was, right? And go to, go to Nat's Early Bite in uh, Sherman Oaks slash Van Nuys. Well, well there's like local places. I know Coral Cafe. I know. Right. I just, I just wanted Cafe. to throw throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, I literally live across the street. It's it's a fantastic greasy spoon. But I they, do love diners. Yeah, yeah. diners but are a place where you can usually get lunch and breakfast. Any place, right. any place where a server calls you Suge is yep. a good place to be. Yeah, that, but that's that's my that's my. There's someone needs to make this fast food place where it's all breakfast. All the time. If you mm-hmm. if you know me from the other pockets, I got a lot of great business ideas, mostly involving <laughs> bizarre food choices. What would you call it? Break fast. Eat your fucking breakfast. I don't give a shit. Bre- fast, fast break breakfast. Yeah, I don't. I'll have someone else name it. You want morning to name it? king? That's fine. Yeah, morning, more, the morning king, king <laughs> of the morning. Yeah, you could. Yeah, sunrise until noon. I rule. You could call it Mick Wendy's. I don't give a shit. I just want a place that is all breakfast all day, and I don't have to sift through all this fucking taco and burger nonsense, and I can just get Mick Wendy's king in the base. box. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Perfect. I would yeah. say in McWendy's King in the Box. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Sonic. Just throw yeah, it all yeah, together. Yeah. And I think if you're blessed enough to live near. Out. Live near a Sonic. I think you can get lunch all day at a Sonic, too. I think you can. Sonic, there should be a Sonic. Every city should be forced to have a Sonic. It's so good. It should be a rule, yeah. It's so fucking good. I love that those are the two things that we think our nation should embrace is if athletes should be banned (laughs) from the sports if they hit their wives, and every city needs a Sonic. Those are the two conclusions we made here today. NFL, whenever it is caught doing something wrong, should pay money to Sonic to expand. Right. There you go. They should have to build a Sonic a, yeah. for every player who beats his wife. Yeah. Oh We'd God. have a Sonic in no they time. They would take over McDonald's, McDonald's immediately. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, so this was a fun episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you both for doing it. Thank I you. really appreciate it. Uh, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash unpops. Sign up there. You get a bunch of bonus shit for $5 a month or more if you want to give us more money. We'll be back to doing live streams when we're... I can probably live stream from here. I don't know. It's such chaos right now. Yeah. I want to plug how much chaos is happening in my life right now. Uh, And also, July 6th, we're doing a backyard show at Chet Wild's place. Uh, So be on the lookout for 
details about that. Maybe we'll make Nadab Fleischer cook burgers again. Yeah. He did that last time. He was oh, great. We didn't make sweet. it. I don't know why we said it that way. We didn't make him. We yeah. gave him money. He's a and sweet, he, he's a sweet you, boy. You, yeah. You <laughs> sexually harassed him until he felt comfortable right. making burgers. Yeah. yeah. Sexually coerced him yeah. to yeah. make McDonald's. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so come out to that. Eric, what do you got to plug? Uh, please follow me on Twitter at Eric W. Barnes and uh, listen to the Raging Joy podcast. Uh, it's a podcast in which I have comedians and other persons of note talk about the thing or things that make them the most angry and rageville. And then we flip the script to talk about the one thing on earth that brings them the most joy and makes life worth living. It's a lot of fun. And a lot of my past guests have included guests on this podcast. And look look out for a future episode featuring Adam Todd Brown. Yeah, I should – I should point out I harassed Eric for not having me on the last time he was on one of these podcasts. And then uh, I had to cancel today. We were supposed to record. So <laughs> he'll be on a future episode, but listen to some episodes featuring like Hannah Michaels, Olivia Haidar, uh, Tom Ryman, and so many, uh, Jason Inman was on a recent episode. So many people from so many different walks of life in comedy. Nice. Yeah. Tom, what do you got to plug? Yeah, social media at GossGoss6. Goss it's, uh, it's a good handle because Twitter recommended it. Uh, <laughs> I have I have two podcasts, Mean Boys Podcast, which I, I feel like by now, I, I feel like most of your audience is f- at least familiar with us. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for better or for worse opinion. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Listen to the Mean Boys Podcast. <laughs> Uh, and then I have a new podcast called Leaving the Tribe, and it's about people who are uh, either in a religion or a social structure or a mindset, and they, they attempted to leave it. And the, the feedback I'm getting is people really like it, but it's very intense. Yeah. It's a very I different – if you know me from Mean Boys, very fucking different energy <laughs> uh, where I think people were surprised at first, but it's it's – it's it's worth listening to. It's uh, especially if you have a past in religion or, you know, th- there's. I'm not going to keep plugging it. Go listen to it. <laughs> it's a good uh, podcast, guys. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, th- that's that's uh, that's me. All right. That's Tom. Let's get out of here. Tom, say goodbye. Goodbye. Eric, say goodbye. Later. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>